Hi, you are listening to the Inspired Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. Be ready to be inspired. Stay kind, hit your goals, regroup, find self-love, make more moments for small joys, and meet my red Doberman fortune from the Sunshine Club. Hope you enjoy this podcast and download it. Thanks for tuning in. Be kind and have an inspired mind. This is Michelle Shaw. I'm your host of the Inspired Mind Podcast. Welcome. We are almost to Christmas 2023. And this podcast is an important topic that I am almost positive you have had just like I have. It's that little phrase that you hear once in a while come up, you know, the dark night of the soul. And how do we handle that? How do we deal with that when we have the dark night of the soul. That's what this episode is all about. So stay with me right here and let's examine how we handle when our soul descends into the dark night of the soul. I'm speaking from my own experience, of course, and I want you to know, dearest listener, if you are having a moment like that in your life where it feels dark, where you are heavy with grief or pain or sorrow, this too shall pass, Bible verse, right? And it will, it may not feel like it, but hold on for that one more day. There's a lot of power that's coursing through your veins right now, whether you realize it or not, from experiencing the dark night of the soul. The harder the bounce, right? The higher the ball goes up. So if you're having the dark night of the soul, just know, even if you can't feel the light or the relief yet, it's coming, I promise. So you have to take measures to protect your soul if you feel vulnerable, get some habits going on in your home that, that reassure, reaffirm your love for yourself, you know, that little beanie, uh, maybe it's a bubble bath, it's some hot tea time, uh, some pretty Christmas socks, little things like that send that signal to our soul that we love ourselves and that we're taking care of ourselves through moments like the dark night of the soul. And um, I'm going to share with you a personal story from my heart to yours for this Christmas about recent things that happened and how I was able to move through the dark night of the soul, how I got through it. And um, I'm just grateful you're here with me in person. I will be coming right back. I'm (laughs) in the truck right now doing some errands. So I'll, I'll be back to finish this podcast. Have a great day. Hi, this is Michelle Shaw. I am back here with Dark Night of the Soul, uh, podcasting <laughs> inside of a truck right now, looking at some beautiful mountains. It is Christmas time. We are in Countdown to Christmas 2023. And this podcast, I hope that you listen to this episode, especially if you are struggling with an episode of like the dark night of the soul. So what exactly does that mean? You know, that is when we let fear take over 
we struggle to see the positives in life, where we struggle to find that strength we normally have. And I want to share with you 10 ways to help you climb out of that dark night of the soul for you, dearest listener. So I'm sharing this because I just recently went through something like this myself. And um, all of these tips that I'm giving you is what helped me move on, helped make huge strides and um, some hardships or things that I was struggling with. And when we, we make an effort to understand the dark night of the soul not to avoid it that's when we go the distance with our inner self we give ourselves that love we take the time to figure out why you know sometimes outside circumstances that are beyond our control um, can trigger the dark night of the soul and if something like that happens it's imperative for you to find ways to uh, find that comfort that um where you feel safe, you feel loved, and you protect your soul during a vulnerable time. So here we go. I originally uh, uh, shared this too shall pass. The Bible verse is 2 Corinthians 4, 17. Never been a more true statement than that. This too shall pass. Uh, I mean, if you think about your own life, all of the chapters rolling down a mountain, <laughs> you know, rolling down. And it's like it just keeps on moving, right? So this too shall pass. So just know if you are experiencing the dark night of the soul, you will break it, you will move forward, and you will find relief, okay? So number one, number one out of the 10 ways to help you move on and find that peace of mind past the dark night of the soul is protect your soul. Number one, protect your soul. So what does that mean? That means if you're in a vulnerable position right now, you're having hard circumstances that are pressing down on you, it's imperative that you protect yourself by surrounding yourself with individuals that have your back that you know for a fact will be there for you. You know, you snap your fingers, they're there. You can tell them anything. So protecting your soul means to use great discernment in, in your inner circle of light, whom you trust, and, and, and how you shelter yourself during a time where you need to heal. So solitude and spending time alone brings us into that position where we can heal. We can identify with what's going on, how we can make the changes that we can actually, you know, make a change. You know, some things are out of our control. So if, if that is true, which, which it is, what is it that you can control? That's the million dollar question. What is it that you can control, dearest listener, in the dark night of soul? It's your response. It's how you handle it. It's how you take care of yourself. It's how you pamper yourself and you make sure you heal. Give yourself a lot of time. You know, <laughs> you might need to take a little uh, bit of 
a time off of social media. You might need to create some different habits of uh, taking some nature walks, uh, listening to some empowering podcasts. Uh, maybe you need to take a tiny staycation in your local area where you're not spending a lot of money and you're just uh, bringing your favorite books. You're cozying up with that good beanie. You are protecting your soul. That is number one in the dark night of the soul. <laughs> toolkit to help you move forward okay number two stay in stay inside as much as you can stay in protect your body so when i say stay inside what does that mean stay inside it means you dear sister your body where you are are and uh, you might not want to go out as much you might need to unplug from society that solitude um and that that restitude that gives you a new way of thinking by just unplugging from all of that energy that action you know the wheel of life going all of that you know of course we have to work so if you're working a nine-to-five job and you're still plugged in there Change your habits in the night. If you're used to going out to meeting your friends or, uh, you know, staying out late and you're having the dark night of the soul and it's like this heavy sorrow that you don't understand or you're dealing with worse issues, you know, I'm not sure what could be going on. Um, You have to stay in and protect yourself a little more. Of course, you know, go out here a little and there, but be selective of whom you share your energy with. I will tell you that's so important. For me personally, I spend time with my mom and my dad. <laughs> my parents are um my parents are like the the grain they're like the salt of the earth. I know you know that phrase. So they are just wonderful human beings that are there for me no matter what. So find a way to unplug from your regular schedule, switch it up a little bit, don't see your friends as much, take time to coddle like a baby. Your soul needs that saving grace, that energy of love. You have it for yourself. You must create that. That is how you help heal yourself from the dark night of the soul. Number three. So number one, protect your soul, right? Number two, stay in. Don't go out as much. Unplug. Number three, find a confidant or a mentor, someone that can help counsel you through the shifting sands of time, through what you're going through, where you are able to rattle off every thought, every fear, all of it. Just, you know, there's, um, if you can't afford therapy, I know there's all these wonderful podcasts, there's wonderful mentors out there on, you know, look some up, look up, um, maybe people in your age range or, or, you know, there's some great YouTubers out there, but you can find a mentor and when you listen to those words that are powerful and poised giving you that extra bit of courage you've been missing oh it is such a game changer i am um i have a great friend her name is michiko jane rolek i call her my guruji that's a term from you know the yoga world <laughs> but it's true she is uh she's taught me how to breathe breathe properly in the 90s okay you know those nice deep breaths and uh the, the pranayama limb in yoga and i am just so grateful for her now i've had, she's counseled me off and on throughout my life so when i needed some guidance you bet 
got my mentor, got my guruji. Never be afraid to ask for help when you need it, when you help yourself. That is how you become stronger. That is how you nip whatever in the, you know, you need, need to nip it in the bud. And that's how you move on. If you do not address the pain, the sorrow, the emotions that are flowing through your body that you may not be able to handle on your own, you need that mentor, okay? And there's so many ways to find one. And um, even if it's a, a, a local counselor through a church, someone that you can trust. So, you know, do your due diligence, look online, find that mentor. This is a key part of the 10 ways to move on from the dark night of the soul. So here we go. Are you ready? Number four, make a change in your style or your appearance, how you dress, make a change, something about how you already are that signifies to your soul change is happening this is a um you know, it's a little tip from florence scoville shin this woman i just revere and love all of her philosophy on uh, positive thinking and uh you know if you want something to happen you have to dig your ditches you have to prepare so if we want to change something about ourselves it's imperative that we do something different something new so for me personally i've had long hair for years i used to have short hair for a long time in my 20s as a model and i always booked most of my jobs with my kind of short bobs a little flippy up here <laughs> and so you know what that, you know i'm going back to that hairstyle and that's what i did and it was an instant uh something changed within me. I felt lighter. I felt brighter. I was sending that signal to my soul that the dark night of the soul is over. This period has ended. Now it's time to move on. You're creating new energy. So make a change. Maybe it's just, you know, you're, you're, you're switching your wardrobe up. You're, you're maybe you have a new jacket that you love that makes you feel like a rock star. <laughs> you go to a consignment shop. Maybe it's got some big, bright gold buttons. Maybe it's a scarf or a bandana. Just that extra something that you're signaling to your soul. This has passed. And it's time to move on. So that's number four. Make a change in your style of dress and appearance. Number five. <laughs> Rewire your thinking. Oh boy. It's all about that. So what does that mean? I know you know what rewiring a house looks like, right? So use the visual of a house. Uh, I worked for many years in a smart home company in marketing and sales. And I even learned um, how to do the blueprints on wiring homes. And we just to walk through with uh, customers with their homes, uh, their speakers, and where this wire is going, where that wire is going. Rewiring your thinking is the same thing as a home. You have to rewire the thoughts that you are focusing on the thoughts that your mind are drawn to so how do you break that cycle that's the million dollar ticket there's so many ways right we've got yoga we've got meditation we've got exercise however what you really need on top of all of those things you know healthy diet trying to sleep as best as you can is rewire your thinking with powerful words with a punch that shift your thinking into high gear where you're able to the moment you wake up instead of latching on to the dreary thoughts that oh you know like where you want, maybe you want to pity yourself you find that powerful mantra these words that lift your spirit 
Okay, and um, I'm going to, at the end of the 10, read to you from Florence Govulshin's book, The Secret Door to Success, on how do we act as if with powerful words to infuse you. So what I want to suggest for this right here, find um, a favorite quote. Maybe it's your favorite philosopher, you know, it could be Victor Hugo. I mean, I love all his, his books, his his. His um, quotes always send these beautiful messages to my soul. Maybe it's something that you make up for yourself. I have one. I can give you um, an, a, a little uh, suggestion, okay? This is one that came to me for a book I wrote called Spiritual, also under the title Happy Soul. I am happy. I am free. I am under the umbrella of divinity. I'm back. Just uh, <laughs> had to take a little drink of water right there. And um, there's a little sound in the background. That's some cars driving past on Del Dio's Highway. But I want to stick with it right here. And we are on number five, how to rewire your thinking to help you climb out of your dark night of the soul. So, um, you know, part of this too is, you know, maybe you've been wronged by someone, right? Maybe you've had a falling out with some friends. I don't know. Maybe it's coworkers and you have all the reasons in the world to be angry, to be upset because something was done wrong to you. Trust me, I've been there. And that's uh, one of the um, my regrets is I got very, very angry through whatever I was going through. And um, now I, that's okay. You know, we have to go back, forgive ourselves. And when we deal with fear or something has happened or a betrayal or the dark night of the soul occurs, emotions flow up. So number one, that's okay. Just because you have a period of time, something's happened, that does not mean that's who you are. So first of all, you have to, for you know, let go of those resentments. You know, you have to remove the chip off your shoulder, even, even if you have a right to be upset. If you were done wrong by someone, you have to let that go. And the one of the best ways to let that go is rewire your thinking. You know, you have to saturate your mind with powerful words. Um, I just gave a book reference in my last podcast, uh, The Magic Path of Intuition, Florence Govelshin. I got another one, see a simple one, The Game of Life and How to Play It. That's her number one book. Go get that one, all right? So that one will rewire your thinking in ways you never even thought possible. Trust me, the power of your word changes all. And when you start to let those words become the seeds of hope for the now and the future, you easily have the ability to deal with that sorrow, whatever you're going through. And and little bit by bit, it will flow through you, whatever you're dealing with. And then one moment will pass and it will be gone. But rewiring your thinking is, 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 um, yeah, it's kind of like the center of the wheel on this, okay? You have to do that. You have to wake up in the morning, find that mantra, find that affirmation, look online, maybe find three, memorize them. You know, I learned these tricks from uh, Norman Vincent Peale. I'll always be his fan. Uh, he, he suggested Bible scripture. So if you're, uh, you know, 
have that faith in the Bible, find a few. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Uh, be still and know that I am God. Be not afraid, you know. <laughs> Fear not. Be not afraid. There are all of these wonderful, strong, powerful words that lift us up, give us hope, bring us into the light of, uh, of, of that energy of faith that we are missing in the dark night of the soul. So when we are having the dark night of the soul, it's basically like, um, you know, if you know who Marion Williamson is or heard, of course, the miracles, it's like that feeling, that separation from the light, God, if you will, okay? And, and so it's imperative that you bridge that gap you find the light you make your way back to feeling that connection how do we how do you do that you know it's rewire your thinking prayer mantras affirmations so i'm going on on this one on number five because it's it's imperative for you to understand this is the major part of um the the 10 ways of how this will help you you cannot skip this one okay <laughs> the next saturate your soul with stories that uplift you okay there you go number six similar to rewire your thinking power of words power of mantras finding um, bible verses these are stories yep books fiction maybe it's a podcast you want to hear a good one um let me look for it it's norman vincent peel just took a photo of it uh so to share with you it's one of the best ones that i have heard in years and i listened to it when i was driving last um summer and the name of his podcast sorry i pulled it away from my um my speaking is norman vincent peel you can overcome any problem that's the name of his podcast and i'll never be the same again this is the one i want you to listen to it's gosh it will stop you cold you will be hanging on each word and it's called i will never be the same again in this podcast that he shares he goes over a man that woke up one morning, he's a photographer, he lives near um, the Mount St. Helens that erupted, I think it was in 1980. You just have to listen to it. So these are the stories I'm talking about. Maybe it's fiction books, you know, just read a great uh, book about um, a person starting over, um, down on their luck, all these terrible things happen, but through faith and friendship and love of himself in the book, the character heal. So, you know, fiction books change our lives too. So never discount the power of a story to help you recover from the night of the soul. I'm back. Sorry, <laughs> a little bit of a dry throat. I just went out to the desert and, uh, and um, just drinking a little water here. So I'm back. So number six, saturate your soul. Ways to come back from the not darkness of the soul. Saturate your soul with stories that give you hope. That could be, you know, it can even be poetry. I've been reading a lot of poetry this year. My Angelo, uh, Mary Oliver. Rumi, you name it. These poems, they, they seep into your, your subconscious. They give you that, that hope, that joy just with those few words. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a fiction book. But uh, 
But the stories from other people's lives and you hear about their traumas or you hear about what they've gone through. So look up that one. I told you about the Norman Vincent Peel. You'll never be the same. Oh, wow. It's about a, a photographer that survived and he was photographing um, the mountain when it when it erupted freaking brilliant and it'll stop you cold okay <laughs> so here we go we're moving on number seven build a fortress around your mind to creating healthier habits once again build a fortress around your mind by creating healthier habits so what does that look like, a fortress? Well, we know what a fortress looks like, right? It looks like a castle. You know, they've got the, the gates. They've got the huge stone walls. And you've got, you know, you're, you're on the inside and outside. You've got the rest of the world. So you're building a fortress around your mind so you are protected. What does that fortress consist of? Well, making better habits, okay? Saturating your mind with healthier thoughts how you spend your time and for me personally i had to really you know um let go of my i like you know i love my i love some of my social media apps and i've um, taught myself how to be off them less you know not be as addicted to my phone which i know a lot of people were all like it's so easy just to be on our phone all day right even if we're working even if we're they're doing other things we've got the phone right there in our hand so Building a fortress around our mind means protecting our mind from the things that can bring us into the dark night of the soul. So that means creating those healthier habits. So for me personally, I, I set kind of limits on, on how much I allow myself on social media. And it also for me for like my Spotify, I love my Spotify. <laughs> I can sit there and look at all these lovely little playlists, you know, so I try not to be on there as much. Just little things like that where we build a fortress around our mind that changes our thoughts by the actions we apply now. The actions we apply right now that completely eradicates the dark night of the soul might not happen today, but you keep doing these steps and you will make it into the light and building that fortress around your mind is all part of also the rewiring of your thinking. But if you think of the fortress in your brain, in your mind, in your soul, your body, it comes down to your habits and what you're doing, how you're spending your time. What are you looking at? You know, are you reading, you know, sad stories? Are you listening to sad music? You know, I love sad music, but you know, it's good to, to you know, unplug from that stuff. Florence Govelshin uh, is always so against that, but I know there's definitely some positives about letting the sad songs kind of resonate with their soul. We just don't want to stay there too long, okay? <laughs> and we all have like different coping methods, but building a fortress around your mind when you're having a dark night of the soul, this is a serious time for you to get busy living a better life uh, so you can find the light, be the light, and dig yourself out of that moment and, and get back to your rock star self. Building that fortress around your mind Gosh, that's the top of the list too, okay? So we're moving on here. Number eight. According to your faith, it be unto you. Matthew 9, 29. According to your faith, it be unto you. That's Matthew 
929 is straight from the Bible, okay? I I'm, love Jesus, so I share a lot of biblical scripture. And, you know, take some wisdom from it. You don't have to be a Christian to let those beautiful words sink into your soul and let them help heal. According to your faith, it be unto you. So what does that mean? What are you expecting to happen in your life? Are you expecting the worst? Are you constantly expecting something else to happen? You know, maybe not what you want. You have to dial in the faith. According to your faith, it be done unto you. So this is where I'm going to plug in to Florence Scovel Shin's book, The Secret Door to Success. Okay, I'll just read some of her succinct, powerful words. And, and this is exactly what she opens up. What do you expect? Okay, and according to your faith, it be unto you. Now, this is Florence Govelshin's word. I'm reading from the book, a book I published of mingojane.co in the public domain, The Secret Door to Success. Here we go. Faith is expectancy according to your faith that be unto you. We might say according to your expectancies, be it done unto you. So what are you expecting? We hear people say, we expect the worst to happen, or the worst is yet to come. They are deliberately inviting the worst to come. We hear others say, I expect a change for the better. They are inviting better conditions into their lives. Change your expectancies and change your conditions. How can you change your expectancies when you have formed the habit of expecting loss, lack, or failure? Are you ready for it? Here we go. Here's her suggestion, okay? Begin to act as if you expect success, happiness, abundance. Prepare for your good. Do something to show you you expect it to come. Active faith alone will impress the subconscious. If you have spoken the word for your home, prepare for it immediately. As if you hadn't had a moment to lose. Collect little ornaments, tablecloths, etc., I knew a woman who made a giant swing into faith by buying a large armchair. A chair meant business, so she bought a large and comfortable chair. She was preparing for the right man, and he came. Someone will say, suppose you haven't any money or ornaments for a chair. Then look in the shop windows and link them in your thoughts. Get in their vibration. I sometimes hear people say, I don't go into the shops because I just can't afford to buy anything. That is just the reason why you should go into the shops. Begin to make friends with the things you desire or require. I know a woman who wanted a ring. She went bully to the ring department and tried on rings. It gave her such a realization of ownership that it no, not long after, a friend made her a gift of a ring. You combine with what you notice. Keep on noticing beautiful things. You make an invisible contact. Sooner or later, the things are drawn into your life. Unless you say, poor me, too good to be true. My soul waits only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. This is one of the most important statements from 62nd Psalm. The soul is the subconscious mind. And the psalmist was telling his subconscious to expect everything directly from the universal, not to depend upon doors and channels. My expectation is from him. God cannot fail. 
for his ways are ingenious. His methods are sure. You can expect any seemingly impossible good from God if you do not limit the channels. Do not say how you want it done or how it can't be done. God is the giver and the gift. And he creates his own amazing channels for us. Take the following statement to heart. Memorize this, dear listener. Here we go. You ready? Here's your affirmation. I cannot be separated from God, the giver. Therefore, I cannot be separated from God, the gift. The gift is God in action. Get the realization that every blessing is good in action and see God in every faith and good in every situation. This makes you a master of all conditions. So that was straight from The Secret Door to Success, Florence Scoville Shin. Okay, so according to your faith, it be done unto you. You have to start to prepare. That's number eight we're moving on all right (laughs) we're almost done about to wrap this up here it's always good to be with you dearest listener i feel you i can almost see your face i can make you out somewhere in the world listening in your car in your home and i want to say thank you you have been there for me too and knowing you're on the other end of this uh podcast it it brings me hope it brings me joy i want to say thank you I am grateful for you. You have been a lifeline for me as well, okay? So here we go. We're going on. It's a forgiveness sets your soul free. That's number nine, okay? Ten ways to help set you free from the dark night of the soul. It's number nine. Forgiveness sets you free. This is one that I have struggled with, okay? You know, sometimes it's hard to forgive. If especially if we've been wronged, right? So how do we forgive? You just have to. That's all there is to it. Once you realize if you hold on to a resentment or you continue to want to be upset about something, you will keep it with you. Do whatever you need to do. Write down the person's name. If it's a friend or, you know, maybe you need to forgive a situation or maybe you need to forgive yourself. For me personally, I had to forgive myself for making some mistakes and my own dark night of the soul moments. Okay. And um, forgiveness is the key, huge final key of moving out of the dark night of the soul. We are all human. Let me tell you, not one person walking this planet is perfect. You know, if you're one of those individuals that likes to sit around and kind of judge other people, listen up. Look at yourself in the mirror. Do your own work. It's it's a, it's a life for all of us to make the best. And how we handle it, how we handle ourselves and move forward after the storm is over. And find that grace. Find that love. Hold our heads high because we know that's who we are. You know, just because something happened to you, dearest listener, that made you feel hurt or sad or upset does not mean that will be the rest of your life. No, sirree. You're moving on. You're forgiving the situation. You're acting according to your faith. You're building a fortress around your thoughts. You're saturating your soul with stories that give you hope. You are rewiring your thinking you're finding a confidant to help you 
You are making a a change in your style of your appearance. And you are taking time, that solitude, staying inside and unplugging from society. And you are protecting your soul, okay? This is how you're moving on. You're getting out of that dark night of the soul. I'm right there with you. Good for you. Taking all these steps to protect yourself. Because let me tell you something. If I know one thing to be true, one thing you deserve to be happy every day wake up with expectancy of the joy regardless of what anyone else wants to tell you or what other people say to you the circumstances surrounding you stay poised stay confident and find that joy anyway see goodness in each human being Regardless, even if maybe they don't deserve it. Think of the Dalai Lama. Think of these people that have changed the world. You have that in you, dearest listener. You can be that person too. Maybe it won't be as big of an impact, but you can help people in your circle. Your inner circle, your out of you know, your work, where all of your friends are. And I'm going to wrap it up right here. Wake up with expectancy. Wake up with expectancy in the morning. So if you wake up with the little dreary thoughts, trust me, I'm telling you this because dark night of the soul, when you wake up in your in sorrow and pain and you feel like you've been knocked off your horse, <laughs> you know, waking up with expectancy is like almost an impossibility. All right. And um, you're just going to have to fake it till you make it. There's a reason why that's a popular phrase. I personally like act as if because it's more of an action. But fake it till you make it. You know, all those actors in Hollywood, they're faking it. They're not real. They're not real characters. Okay, they're people pretending to be actors. We're buying it. You can do the same for your subconscious. You can plant that seed of expectancy instead of the dreary little thoughts of, oh God, you know, you have to expect more. Wake up with expecting, wake up and find that hope. You deserve it. You know, the darkness of the soul, it happens at different points on our path to teach us how to be stronger. Maybe we're being prepared for something greater in our lives. Maybe we don't know. And you know, Michiko, my uh, life coach, I just love her. She always says, these individuals, these people have been your teachers. Yes. Thank you to anyone that made me stumble. You've been my best teacher. And I've learned how to be stronger, brighter, more brilliant. Thank you, dearest teacher for giving me a new insight on how to become the person I already knew I was, but now how to handle all the time through trials, tribulation, you know, dancing through the storm, finding grace under pressure. All of those phrases are real because it's possible. Grace under pressure, you know, Michiko uses this one a lot about the diamond, the most beautiful diamond, more pressure. So hang in there. The dark night of the soul, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a wild ride. It's not always something we want. It can happen to us when we least expect it. When it happens, though, I want you 
to take these 10 steps, I'm going to go over one more time and wrap this up here. Um, number one, protect your soul, okay? Taking time for yourself. And then number two is maybe you need to stay in, uh, go out less, create, uh, stay in and, and, and enjoy yourself. That solitude, that restitude. Number three, the confidant, a mentor someone that you can talk to that can help you with your emotions that you're going through at this period of your time number four make a style change your appearance or dress hey maybe it's a scarf you know that extra rock star jacket maybe it's a haircut that's what i did <laughs> number five rewire your thinking get that mantra find florence gulish and look her up on youtube Look up that uh, Norman Vincent Peale uh, podcast I mentioned. Let go of all those resentments. Let it go. Number five, saturate your soul with stories that can lift you up. Whether it be poetry, maybe it's philosophy, maybe it's fiction. Uh, maybe it's a nonfiction book. It could be a memoir. I just read Matthew McConaughey's uh, memoir and Dan Millman's memoir. Both were very inspiring. So sometimes a good memoir is like one of those extra, boom, <laughs> gives you that light you need, okay? We're moving on. Number seven, build a fortress around your mind by creating healthier habits. Number eight, according to your faith, it be unto you and that was all about having deeper faith in yourself and and looking toward life that chapter i read on florence govelshin number nine forgiveness sets you free forgiveness sets you free never forget that forgive yourself most of all forgive everyone else whatever happened and move on Number 10, wake up with expectancy, joy, act as if, fake it till you make it, give yourself a lot of love, okay? That said, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm so grateful to be here with you. It's an important podcast because it's the holidays right now, and sometimes holidays trigger sorrows or sadness of, of things that might be missing in our lives or you might be missing a loved one that you know like maybe it's your your, your family or your parents or your grandparents and it's a natural thing to miss those individuals around the holidays so go easy on yourself love yourself up listen to some fun music get out there in nature if you can walk a dog maybe you can go ice skating enjoy your life We've all got one chance at this. And I'm here to tell you, you can do anything you set your mind to and you are a rock star and you deserve happiness. So never stop fighting for your right to be happy. That's it. From my heart to yours. Be kind and have an inspired mind. I'm out. This is Michelle Scholl, your host from the Inspired Mind Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that last podcast. Please connect with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you there. Michelle underscore Scholl. 
S-H-U-L-L, at um, Instagram and on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm not on there quite as much, but I do have a page there. And also find mangojane.co. I have a a page there, news, where I update, share moments, uh, kind of like a column, different things going on with the, the books that I'm publishing through Mango Jane, the public domain books, and some of my own writing. Hey, take care, stay inspired, and and don't give up hope on your future. Yes, there will be hard times. Get through them by creating those little moments of joy, just like the Sunshine Club. I'm here for you, and I'm grateful for you. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you.